Welcome back to another episode of Transformation Talks. I'm your host, Sam Forger, and I'm going to cut right to the chase in regards to today's episode title, which I'm sure you saw is the end of Hercules Performance, which is what my business has been named since 2014. And this does not mean my business itself is ending, just my business in its current format, and more specifically, the brand, because Hercules Performance does not remotely represent the direction I ended up going with my career or how I help people now. And I figured this sort of announcement episode would also be a good place to put together my backstory, which I've touched upon in bits and pieces with some of the episodes that I've recorded thus far and on some guest appearances and other people's podcasts. But I figured this would be a good place to kind of put everything together, the backstory behind Hercules performance, as well as what I actually do now and how I actually help people. So taking it all the way back to when I was very young, I'll give the abbreviated version here, but I was very fortunate in that health and fitness was just something that I was exposed to from a very young age. My dad would get home every single night after work, retreat down in the basement. I would see him benching and curling and squatting and even use one of those little neck harness things that you don't really see people use anymore. And then on the nutritional side of things, I was again fortunate, excuse me, fortunate in that my mother didn't necessarily keep a lot of not so healthy food items in the house. We didn't have any food rules. We weren't tracking calories. There was absolutely nothing like that. But generally speaking, if you went to our cupboards looking for soda or chips or cookies or donuts, you just weren't going to find it. So that made it a little bit easier for me to fall in love with the stuff that made me feel good. And when I was younger, all of this revolved around basketball. It was my irrational dream as a young six foot white dude to think that I was going to make it to the NBA or at least play basketball at a much higher level than I did. So when I really got into the health and fitness side of things, that's exactly what it was for. How do I jump higher? How do I get faster? How do I recover better between all seven of my AAU basketball games that I'd be having On the weekends, that's when I worked a lot of the kinks out, everything from trying low-carb diets to the bodybuilder splits of chests and tries and back and buys and essentially learning what worked for me, what didn't. That's also where I looked at finding better information sources, so stumbling upon some of the you know, the best and brightest minds in the industry so I could actually start learning high-quality stuff. And it wasn't long after where other people noticed what I was doing. And I certainly had a lot to improve on, but other people noticed, all right, this kid's a little tapped. He seems really into this fitness stuff. I'm going to have them either work or excuse me, I'm going to have him work with me, work with my kid, whatever the case was at the time. And at about 16, maybe 17 years old, that's actually when I started training people. And like I said, I had a lot to improve on. I still do now, 10 years later, but I did start training people then. And it was mostly workouts in parks or basketball specific workouts, a lot of sports specific training, everything from helping people with their vertical jump, helping people get a little bit more muscular for sports. And I started getting those reps in. And this is where the wheels started turning of, okay, I might be interested in doing something in this field. I did not have the knowledge or the skills or the experience to know what a strength coach was versus a personal trainer. The online space what certainly wasn't as big as it is now. Physical therapist, athletic trainer, because when you're young, you hear athletic trainer, you think, oh, You must train athletes with that. So again, I didn't know exactly what it would look like. I just knew this is something that I really enjoy doing. This is something I really want to help people with. So when reality hit me a few years later that I was probably not going to make it to the NBA, that's where I looked at, okay, how do I make this 
business completely legit? How do I put a name on it? How do I establish a brand? How do I work with people in a bigger capacity? And that's where Hercules Performance was born. And the name itself came from me thinking, okay, Hercules, I want to make people as muscular as possible because at 18, 19 years old, that's what I wanted to do. Who wouldn't want to get jacked? And the performance side of things was just because I wanted to help people perform better, obviously. But essentially, I just saw a lot of other sports-specific training businesses name themselves whatever performance. So that was my nice little hybrid combining. I'm going to get you muscular, and I'm going to help you deadlift a bunch of weight and jump higher. And at the time, that's exactly who I thought I was going to work with the rest of my life. I thought I was going to work with young athletes who wanted six packs and big biceps and wanted to you know, hit somebody harder in a football game. And that very quickly ended up not being the case because when I was going through the business planning stages, everything was uh, revolving around having an at-home studio. So from the ages of, I don't know, 14, 15 until 19, when I quote unquote officially launched the business, I was accumulating as much equipment as I could. I was building out the entire basement so I'd be able to have people come train at my house and I could have all the equipment you could possibly get in a commercial gym, literally at my home. But right when the business was about to officially, officially launched and excuse me, launch and I went to register it, I learned that because of zoning issues, I could not have that type of business in my home. And because I wanted to have everything be legit, no longer an under the table, 16 year old business type of thing. I quickly had to pivot, at which point the only option for me to move forward was, you know, within the realm of my own business was traveling personal training, which is, if you're not familiar, exactly what it sounds like. I was bringing my equipment to my clients' houses. So naturally, I wasn't able to bring the vast majority of the equipment that I had to the people I was working with's houses but I could bring a good chunk of it. So I would load up my trunk, my little Hyundai Sonata at the time with power block, adjustable dumbbells and a collapsible bench and resistance bands and medicine balls. And essentially, if you lived within an hour of me and you were remotely interested in having me train you, I would make that trip. And it was at this time alongside of starting the business and starting to work with more clients that I was also studying exercise science, taking nutrition courses in college. So my average day at that time might be going to a couple of classes, driving 45 minutes off campus to go train somebody at their house and then shooting back to campus for more classes. Uh, and this was certainly challenging, you know, to balance those two things. But this is where I got a lot more of the in the trenches side of things that work, that experience prior to doing anything online. And eventually, the only reason I did anything online was out of necessity, because through word of mouth, the business started growing and people would reach out for help, but they'd live an hour away or an hour and a half away. And I couldn't feasibly set aside three and a half, four hours for a session, depending on where somebody lived. So I started offering a version of online support. It certainly was not a fully built out system. I had no idea what I was doing. And even for my in-person client roster at the time, I started moving more toward a hybrid model similar at a necessity where somebody could maybe afford one to two sessions per week. But even if they're absolutely crushing those workouts, you're looking at another 97, 98% of your week, what I call life outside the gym, where you could theoretically, and I say screw up loosely here, but theoretically screw up the things we were doing or undo them in a way outside of the sessions where you're working really hard during a session, our sessions, but you're not maximizing your results. So the 
whatever you want to call it, control freak in me just couldn't have that. I didn't want to leave and let somebody straggle on their own. So that's where that hybrid stuff started getting more and more solidified, where I'd have a long-term client who was used to doing maybe three or four days per week in person. And now they're doing one to two and I'm helping them with nutrition and then realizing, wait a minute, their sleep is impacting the way they're eating. So I started doing a little bit more stuff with sleep and, you know, maybe they're not sleeping because their stress is not well managed. So then doing more stuff with that. So each kind of level to how my online systems were built out were because of trial and error, because of clients that trusted me. And I'm extremely grateful for this. And we were able to collaborate on, okay, you're not working out. Why is that? Okay. You don't feel good because of the way you ate, but you didn't eat really well because you were starving because you didn't sleep well last night. And you get the idea. It kind of goes from one branch to the other. And it's a lot of that other stuff. Again, that life outside the gym that impacts whether or not somebody is getting results. Because I went a very, uh, or I should say, I came a very long way from thinking I wanted to train young jacked athletes. And I worked with regular people just like you and me who essentially want to lose a little bit of weight and feel a little bit better, which required us to nail all that other stuff. And eventually I did go fully online. This was largely out of necessity, just like every other transition I made in the business where I grew up in Massachusetts, about an hour outside of Boston. And I decided that I was going to have a radical environment change and move to South Beach in Florida. So I ended up having to take the entire business online in a fairly short period of time. But this forced me to really dial in my systems. Okay, how am I serving people? How am I checking in with people? How am I delivering nutritional protocols? How am I handling my programming, all of that stuff. So it was a little bit of trial by fire, but ended up being so, so good for me because I realized that for most people, online coaching was actually a much more comprehensive, effective solution than in-person training. And I still have a love for connecting with people in person. This is not me knocking it whatsoever. But eventually, once your form is in a good place where you can be working out mostly independently, the issues end up being all that other stuff that you're not necessarily going to get help with if you're only showing up to a class or a workout a few days per week. So I started enjoying it a lot more, feeling like I was making a lot more of an impact. My clients started getting better and better results because we were focusing on a lot of that stuff, kind of like the causes that lead to all the symptoms that people think they want help with and think that workouts are the solution for. And I can't stress enough, this is not me saying workouts aren't important, just likely not worthy of being on the pedestal that most people have them on. So again, over time, I just started refining those, I started, continued refining those systems more and more as my online coaching programs grew, which essentially brings us back to the original point of today's episode, which is that the name Hercules Performance is so far off from how I actually help people. And honestly, it's still not uncommon for people to reach out and think that they're about to sign on with a coach who is going to try to get them all jacked and veiny with the six pack and have them deadlift a million pounds. And I don't want there to be any confusion as to how I help people. The other reason I kind of skipped over this, that I named the business Hercules Performance and nothing with my name in it is because I was given advice at 17, 18 years old to never name a business after yourself so you could eventually remove yourself from the business. Because if I called it Sam Forger Fitness, like most of the industry does, and I eventually took on other assistant coaches and outsourced that side of things, 
and you signed up and didn't actually get to work with me, you'd feel like you were gypped. So as a long-term play, that's what I was always advised. Never name the business after yourself. You won't be able to distance yourself from it, whether you want to outsource the coaching, whether you want to eventually sell the business. And now 10 years later, I can say with complete certainty, I will never outsource the coaching and I'm not remotely interested in being done with this business. I love coaching and helping people more than ever. And this is not a knock on anybody who does outsource their coaching, but that's the part of this business that I would never in a million years step away from. I will outsource absolutely everything. The coaching, when you sign up, you're getting me, you're getting all of me, you're getting my full effort, you're getting my full attention. And you know, I'm calling this a re excuse me, a rebrand. It's a little bit more of an unbrand because I don't have some fancy alternative name, nothing that's specific to my name. I just know that moving away from Hercules performance as a public brand is something that has been long overdue and something I wanted to officially do here. So the North Star is samforge.com. Again, I don't necessarily have some cute little alternative name. So it's more of an unbranding than a rebranding that's more specific. How many times can I say brand here? More specific to a personal brand. To kind of wrap things up here, I want to offer clarity on the ways that I can be most helpful to you because it is not adding inches to your biceps. It's not helping you dunk a basketball. I'm very, very par, excuse me, far past that phase in my training and coaching career. So to completely simplify things, if you are somebody who has been yo-yo dieting your entire life, if you feel like you've done diet after diet after diet with little to nothing to show for it, if you feel like your relationship with food is not in a good place and food is more of a stressor than something you actually enjoy, if every time you start a diet, you don't feel remotely confident that you'll either A, get results or B, keep your results, then that is something I can help you with. Now, whether that be with this podcast, the Transformation Talks podcast, whether that be with my articles, which is largely how I started on the content side of things 10 years ago. It's also something I've gotten back into. And you can just go to samforge.com for articles on literally anything diet or fat loss related, transformation related, mindset related that you can think of. So we're looking at those. And then my email newsletter, which honestly is where I send my absolute best stuff. Anything from uh, the newest articles, newest podcasts, exclusive videos, short stories, lessons, tips, strategies. Uh, I would say social, but I take so many breaks from social media. That's not necessarily the best place. So the short version is going to be the podcast, Transformation Talks, my articles, which you can find at my website, as well as my email list, which you can opt into. I send two to three emails per week. You can unsubscribe anytime, but I feel completely confident that once you're on there, uh, you'll be excited to stick around. Aside from this, I obviously have my coaching programs as well. I have my one-on-one -on -one program, which is called the VIP coaching program. I've already described exactly who it's for and how I can help. Uh, and that is a six to 12 month program at the time of recording this. And then a few times per year, although it's been a little more sporadic, I do still offer group coaching program specifically for women, although I'm not sure when the next one will be. And that's it. That's kind of the, the hopefully shortish version of how Hercules performance came to be between 2012 and 2014, the kind of twists and turns that my business took where I'm at now, which is very far removed from anything to do with Hercules or performance. By the way, one thing I completely overlooked and I shouldn't have is that, yes, it was Hercules because I wanted to get people more muscular, but it was also, it is also the name of one of my rescue pups, Hercules, who is a boxer, uh, Rottweiler, Beagle Mix. I didn't know that at the time. I thought I was getting a big, tough dog, but I ended up with the Beagle Mix, who is the biggest baby I know named Hercules. So unfortunately, the business will no longer be named after him. 
But that is a separate tangent that I will save for another day. Now, the last thing that I have for you today is the whole uh, rating and review thing, which I am historically and apparently continue to be horrific at asking for. But if you have been listening to this podcast and enjoying it, enjoying the articles, the free content that I put out, it would truly mean the world to me if you would take a minute to leave a rating for the show, whether you're listening on Apple, Spotify, whatever, uh, just leaving a five-star review helps the show get in front of more people. And I'm going to add a little uh, kind of bonus today. If you take the time to do a written review, screenshot it, and email it to me at sam at herculesperformance.com because that is still my email. I will go ahead and send you a Hercules Performance bottle, which I'm going to consider this half-ass collector's item now because I have these uh, custom bottles made for the business. They're all black. They look pretty cool. I still use them a lot and I probably have 20 left. So if you want to take the time to do that, just let me know. That's uh, the least I can do to thank you for supporting me, supporting the show. Uh, and I guess that's where we'll wrap things up. So the end of Hercules Performance, certainly not the end of my coaching in general. If anything, I am more motivated and hell-bent on being the best coach that I can possibly be more than ever. And again, I cannot thank you enough, whether this is your first time tuning into an episode, whether you've listened to all of them, whether you ever liked something on social media or shared it or told a friend about this stuff. I truly cannot thank you enough. And please do not hesitate ever, ever, ever. I say this and I mean it with every part of me. If I can ever be helpful, shoot me a message, email. If you can get me on social media, do that. Um, And I'm more than happy to help. 